Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Road Warrior. Jordan Morris, boy detective. So three terrible things that happened on my Judge John Hodgman tour, which was a grand success. Other than the three terrible things. Yeah, other than these three terrible things. Can you say that a tour that involved three terrible things is a success? They were minor but horrific incidents. Okay. I would say. That's how I would characterize them. None of them performance related. All the shows went down like a, a smooth cough syrup. (laughs) <laughs> okay, like a Smoothing like a dimatap, like yeah. a delicious dimatap. They went bed. down, went down nice and nice and smooth uh-huh. and and unctuous. So Jesse, I uh, boy, I'm having a hard, listen. I want to hear about these three terrible things. It yeah. Was a, was it a road trip? Were you on the road? We were on the road. I mean, we were flying. We were all these wow. are airplane Planes, related. Trains and automobiles. All these are airplane related. Oh, okay. That's going to be your major incident source. All right. That I mean, shit happens on airplanes. You want to hear what the three things are? Yeah, let's hear. Okay, number three, Mm -hmm. getting off the airplane, everybody is stuck in the center aisle. Right. This woman is there with her two small children. Okay. Most beautiful children you've ever seen in your life, these two children. One of the children is jumps out of her seat as soon as the seatbelt sign goes off after the plane has landed and desperately tells her mother that she needs to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. She's about six years old. Her mom what says, "Does she say potty? Does she say tinky?" Does yeah, I think I believe it was tinky. tinky yes, sure. She runs. Just trying to paint it, you know. Yeah, details are important. Thank you. Devils in the details. Specificity man. is the soul of narrative. Right. So yes. she, uh, her mother says to the flight attendant, "Is it okay if she goes to the bathroom now?" David the flight Foster Wallace, says, yes. R.I.P. Would have said tinky. Yes, that's Why? true. The little things. Michael Shabon, on the other hand, would have said Dinkle. That's true. He would have said Dinkle. So he's one of our best. He is. One he of is our best. one of our best. So she she gets permission. Now. Anyway, she, she gets permission to bolt for the front right. front restroom for the Tinky. She heads straight for the cockpit. No. This child is very confused about how to get off this You're airplane. Descri- we so far, this, this is a- great. Okay. I know. So far, this is Winston great. Terror. Is she going to so stick her head out gr- the airplane window and hereditary herself? The man behind You've me. seen hereditary. You would know what I'm the, talking about. The, the flight attendants help. They turn her around. They help her. They eat the head. They send, they send her into the bathroom. Yeah. This whole process takes, I'm going to say, 25 seconds. Mm-hmm. Man behind me goes, huh, don't people know how to get off a fucking airplane anymore? <laughs> okay, so that's a that was that's a terror. Terrible thing number one. That sounds great. <laughs> a six-year-old had it. to go pee. Yeah, but... a six-year-old had to go pee. Jordan. Okay, okay. Thing number two. I love it so far. I'm into these terrors. Okay. Thing number Is two. The number two. You got a free popsicle or something? Something else great? Your friend and mine, best-selling author and television star John Hodgman and yeah. I mm-hmm. are walking through an airport. I may believe it was the. Uh, I believe it was the Atlanta, Georgia airport. Ah, beautiful airport. One of our best. We're walking. We're having a chat. I've never been to the Atlanta airport. John and I are having a chat. You yeah. know why, John? You know why, Jordan? No. Because we're friends. Oh, okay. John and I, oh, you and I are friends as well. Don't worry. <laughs> sure. I'm not trying to draw oh, a distinction. Sure. <laughs> John and I are friends, unlike you and I, who are enemies. John and I are having a chat as we're walking down one of those, uh, like you know, like a long corridor in the right. airport between gates. Or headed for the baggage claim. Mm-hmm. Woman turns to us and says, why don't you talk in someone else's ear? <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about? Just regular stuff. Uh, were, nothing, were you? Nothing, were no you? swears, no bad talk. 
She just turns to us and says, "Why are you talking somebody else's were ear?" You, you, were you and John comparing cock rings? <laughs> we were okay, in the concourse right. of the Atlanta airport. So you can see guilty as charged. You can see guilty as maybe charged. Maybe you gotta keep it to- anyway. His is impressively hefty, while mine is light and flexible. The rings. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the third incident was probably the worst of the incidents. Mm-hmm. We're in, we're waiting at the I'm gate. I'm loving these incidents, by the way. If these happened to me, I'd be, I'd be on cloud nine. We're waiting at the gate. Mm-hmm. There's two older women right. who are watching a film on a telephone. Right. The gate is- You can do that these days. Uh, this is true. You don't have to go Look, to I'm not theater. here to deny that there's the technology to watch a film right. on a television. That's not my point here. Yeah, okay. That's not my thesis. Oh, you think people shouldn't, Martin Scorsese? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you think Ant-Man and the Wasp wasn't Airplane, cinema. Airplane gates are killing cinema, Jordan. Sure. They're watching this film. This film is so loud. Mm-hmm. They're watching it on full volume, and I think they must have had- I want to say a blunderbuss, but I'm talking about the thing that attaches oh, to a right. Victrola. To make it louder. <laughs> to make it louder. Yeah. I know a blunderbuss is a type of gun. Yeah. I'm not that foolish. But it I, it was extraordinarily loud. I was probably- We got to watch a free movie. This six. Is, these, these terrors you're describing. Louder than the gate announcements. Right. And this joint is packed. These women mm-hmm. are loving, loving this movie. Right. So I- I first of all, our engineer just disappears. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, and John Hodgman, they both just bail. They're like, I can't sit here and listen. I'm going to go movie. stand somewhere else right. because I can't deal with listening to this. Sure. Movie. They're like, I've already seen the Meg. Yeah, or I'm waiting to watch the Meg at home with my family, and I don't want any spoilers. Exactly. They're watching. There's two Megs. I would say they're Jesse, watching a the me- Meg. There's two Megs. Some kind There's of a Meg that they fight don't for most dare. of the movie. Don't you dare and spoil then, the Meg. It's been out. Don't you dare spoil the Meg. Two Megs. The second Meg is bigger. Don't you dare spoil the Meg. When that fucking second Meg comes out, you're like, God, I'm so glad I'm watching the Meg. Okay. So what, what occurred at the gate was. Yeah. I sat down because these, like, I don't. These dogs were barking, okay? Yeah. You're pointing I've to your feet. I've been on my feet a long time. <laughs> Are you pointing at your feet or gesturing at your testicles? I, I can't tell. tired tootsies, okay? Right. Which is what I call my testicles. Right, your tootsies. So <laughs> Don't I, neglect the tootsies, you always I say. I sat down at the gate, yeah. and I, I was there because I needed to sit, but I realized within moments that there was no way that I would be able to tolerate the level of no- it was louder than the gate announcements. Right. So I asked our producer Hannah, "Okay, can you keep an eye on my bag? I'm going to go to the bathroom." Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if I go to the bathroom, go get a snack, come back, this movie's going to be done. Someone will have fixed this situation for me. Right. I won't have to confront anyone. I come back. They're still watching it. Ironically, they're watching, watching Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. They they're there for three and a half hours. Inappropriate in mixed context. Yeah. So I say to them, "It's oh, a movie it- about a life, Jesse." I say to them, as, it's as, a, about a lot, anyway, as polite and considerate as you please, I say to them, oh, excuse me, guys, do you think you would mind watching that with headphones? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit loud. Mm-hmm. They said, no. Wow. I was we, like, no, you don't mind? Or no, you want? They're no, we won't. They, blo- they bought the blunderbuss adapter. Yeah. We can't. Doesn't work. Mm. Well. So I'm like, okay. I sat down. I'm like, I try. I shot my shot, and I missed. Right. I failed. Hannah didn't hear me go up to them. About two or three minutes later, mm-hmm. 
she takes her headphones and brings them over to them and says, I don't know if it's a problem with your headphones, but you're welcome to use mine. Mm. And they say, no, it doesn't work with headphones. We're watching the movie. Then they said something truly amazing, mm. which was they, they looked at us, these two older ladies, I'd say mid-60s. Looked That's at us. That's a fun age. And it is. It's fun. It's a fun age. Join the Red Hat it's Club. It's a fun age. It is fun. So they, they look. start talking. They look and they, they look at me. I don't me, know anything about child development. They look at me and they look at Hannah, my producer. And again, I can't stress how sweet, quiet, and polite we have been in our mm-hmm. request. They look at us and they say, it's not like we've got screaming children or we're yelling, welcome to the world. Wow. Well... They welcomed you to the world. Well, the, so the a, good part was in the are end. Are you telling it to make them seem mean? Because maybe they said, welcome to the world. In the end, they gifted me hey, with Jesse. my new catchphrase, welcome to the world. <laughs> if you say it nice, it sounds, it sounds, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. On the plus side, in Portland, Maine, I met a St. Bernard that works for the airport just going around letting people pet it. Oh, yeah. Which was pretty tremendous. That's good. I like, yeah, the, yes, the airport security animal is, uh, <laughs> is a great trend. Keep it up. <coughs> Keep it up. That's a, that's a bullshit Instagram thing I can get behind. This animal specifically was there to get petted. Yeah, that's this the thing. wasn't a yeah. sniffing San dog. San Francisco has a pig this now. Wasn't a do- wait? There's a pig. Yeah, San Francisco has a pig. That's why I'm a proud San Franciscan. Sure. Tour. Yeah, airport pigs. Okay, let's introduce yes. our guest on the show because this is an exciting guest, an air- Jordan. An airport security animal in his own right. This is almost <laughs> this is almost as exciting as a traveling entertainer's complaints about air travel. Mm-hmm. You know him. As a television and film star, you know him as an international humanitarian. You know him as one of the great heroes of Jordan Jesse Go. Please welcome to the program, and I'm insisting that you do this, Jordan, but also our listeners at home. Sure. Please applaud Patrick Warburton. Hi, Patrick, Patrick what a joy to, to have to you. Show. Well, it's wonderful to be world. here. There's no way I can um, uh, ever live up to that. Uh, Introduction. <laughs> uh, but I love this. I love this story. Next time, just insist on watching beaches with them. Just yeah. like right there. And <laughs> you go. think they were? I wish start they, crying. Just start I, weeping on their shoulders. I it's only a, wish, Patrick, that that these these older ladies. Yes. Is how I would describe mm-hmm. them. Were watching beaches. If they were watching beaches, they were watching like a made for Netflix holiday film. Oh, sure. I would say. Way. It was astonishing. Yeah, they had is, their metaphorical yes. stinky socks. Here's on the world, and here's uh, here's us, <laughs> and then this is the it's the world that goes around them, right? Well, yes, right. that's it. Yes. All right, it's yeah. just, welcome yeah. to the world. Yeah. They said. That's yeah. what that's what their catchphrase is. Welcome to the world. But Patrick, welcome to Jordan Jesse. Welcome Go. to Jordan Jesse. Go. Thank you, Jordan Jesse. <laughs> um, I so speaking of holidays, I I found myself on the drive over being curious about. A Patrick Warburton holiday schedule. Mm-hmm. You got you have... yourself into a Warburton reverie? Yes, exactly. I have yeah. the Warburton advent calendar. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and I was wondering, because you have, you have four kids. Yeah. So you've, you've done holidays. Yeah. Uh, are you a Halloween guy? Are you a Thanksgiving fella? Are you a Christmas boy? What is your what? – what, what, which of these do you prefer? Well, I I do love Halloween, um, but you know Christmas in that time of year is uh, is I still think it's it's uh, 
like the most important really family time of year. And so I do try to get everybody together and everybody's out all over the place now. So I have a son who goes to American university in DC. He's 21. Um, and, uh, he's, and he's doing great. Um, but all the other kids are still sort of, uh, you know, local. Yeah. So I have a son, Talon. He's 27 years old. He's a bodybuilder. He's six foot five. And his name is Talon? Talon. Wait, you have a yes. son who's named Talon? Talon? Who's a bodybuilder? Well, we were, uh, I came up with this name years and years ago. Um, Kathy and I. When you were uh, getting oh, attacked oh, by a hawk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you well, we were, were trying to will your child into becoming a bodybuilder? I was in another dimension. <laughs> and I had battled, done battle with a great warrior. Sure. I won. I spared his life. His name was Talon. Yeah. Um, and he gave very merciful, name. very merciful uh, of you. And when I, uh, actually, when I was 22 years old working with Oliver Reed in South Africa, he showed me his tattoo on his penis, which were um, wow. e- eagle's talons going over it. Now, that was not the impetus. That was not the inspiration for uh-huh. my but, son's name. That is an inspired tattoo because yeah. it suggests that an eagle so admires your penis that he would like to steal it. Well, he was a bold, <laughs> arrogant man. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, now, we, uh, uh, my wife and I, this is before we ever got married, we were just camping out one night in Big Bear under the, in the back of a truck under the tree, and we could hear this owl. We couldn't see it, but it was immense. We could tell by the, the timber of its right. hooves. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about birds of prey. Now, I never liked my name growing up. I never can liked you, Patrick. Sorry, can, would you mind giving us an example of such a who? Ooh. Yeah, see? That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's you, a big owl. That's what you can that's ask big, Patrick Warburton to do, and you know, you know he can deliver. Okay, yeah. continue, please continue. Well, I've tried to explain to people, you know, you got to be well-versed in all the woodland creatures, not right. just the squirrels. <laughs> yeah. I also talk owl. I appreciate the Emperor's New Groove reference. Thank you very much. So we were talking about birds of prey. Now, since I didn't like my name, I always thought our names were always... It's a solid name. Yes, but very ordinary. I always wanted something more interesting, like Han Solo. Something like that. That would be a great name. <laughs> yeah. um, well, all you have to do is be trying to get through a checkpoint without any ID, and the guy will name you. I, I am so excited to introduce you to my daughter, Mitty Chlorian. <laughs> <laughs> How unfortunate for her. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Talon just stuck. Yeah. I thought it was a good, unique name for a boy, and nothing too absurd like Dweezil or Moon Unit. Uh, <laughs> something, uh, you know, a good, strong Shots name. Shots fired at the Zappas. <laughs> yes. Listen, nothing wrong with that. I go, it's, no. just, it's a little crazy. Um, no judging. No judging here. So, uh, but it's funny, because my parents are very, very Catholic, very religious. Mm-hmm. My father was in the monastery for three months, almost became a monk. Oh, wow. Mother went to school with the nuns, and uh, their first concern was that we weren't name him after, naming him after a saint. Mm-hmm. I said, well, maybe he'll be the first talent, so just take a break. Yeah. And my, but my dad said, well, that's asinine. Why don't you just call him Claw? And I said, well, why don't we call your best buddy Dick Penis, Dad? How about that? And he yeah. said, all right, well, point made. Okay. Um, but uh, that, was, that was as daring as we got with them. So, so, wait, so t- what are the other three names? Well, the boys are Talon, Shane, and Gabriel. And okay. then, Beautiful names. And, and then Alexandra yeah. is my daughter, and she goes by Lexi. Mm-hmm. But what I did, yes, what I did like about the three boys' names were... But Talon, Shane, and Gabriel, I think, are all very strong names. But I think there's something pretty about them, too. Yeah. True. You know, and True. so um, those are those are the boys. Yeah, so like, everybody gets together for Christmas. But you said uh, you're a, a Halloween fan. Are you 
and this is jo- what Jordan is really trying to drive mm-hmm. at, and mm-hmm. he's kind of nervous to ask sure. you directly. But I'm going to. You do know, it. Jordan seems very nervous. Will you take me trick or treating? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I yeah. The, the, I want to do. A, I want to do. A, you know. I want to do a couple's costume. <laughs> uh, if you want to do Joker and Harley Quinn, I think that could be fun. Anyway. The the thing that Jordan let's do it. The yeah, thing that it. Jordan really wants to know is: Are you a full Halloween dad? Mm. Uh, qualities include. Adult costume, uh, haunted house in the garage. haunted house in the garage, uh, excessive candy handing out, um, starting Halloween too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. And on the other end of the spectrum, I'm really bad. As much as I enjoy these holidays, I'm really bad at them. I'm really late to the game. It's like, uh, oh, what's today? It's the thirtieth. Oh, I haven't gotten anything yet. Uh, I always go back to, you know, I have my go-to costume, which is an Elvis. It's really easy to throw on the Elvis wig and gloves and everything and walk around and act like Elvis. You know, so I like that. Yeah. I think I did something. What, uh, what era What era of Elvis is this? Uh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because I had a little bit more of a gut. I was looking more like the 42-year-old Elvis. Not the young. You have a powerful physique. I believe you're some sort of bodybuilder. (laughs) (laughs) Your physique is Talon-esque, I would say. (laughs) I would call it. I was just thinking, is this Patrick Warburton or Talon Warburton (laughs) (laughs) sitting before us? I did something really stupid uh, because I spent two years in Vancouver doing uh, a series of unfortunate events, which is a Netflix series. And I was really enjoying the food up there. And I had brought a very svelte lemony snicket to the game. And (laughs) then um, I started putting on the pounds. And Barry Sonnenfeld, our producer and director, um, was watching me get larger and larger. Yeah, they talk about the Vancouver 15. Yeah. uh, Everybody gets immediately after (laughs) happens when you hit the coup. I didn't know that was a thing. No, I don't think it is a thing. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Well, I was a victim. So I I mean, I'm eating. So what? what, Yeah, describe it. I guess I've only only spent a couple of days in Vancouver and found it lovely, but I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't find it to have a, a cuisine that would I couldn't get anywhere else. You eat really good at that famous aquarium they have. <laughs> I yeah, fe- sure, yeah. I fell in love with Vancouver, and it's the only location yeah. I've ever worked at in my life that I get homesick for. Oh, wow. And I do believe that Vancouver during spring and summer is the most beautiful city in the world. And I just got from like Sydney, and I love Sydney, but you know, it, I was literally there just before I'd gone there. Mm-hmm. In Vancouver... Because it's in spring, it's it's. Uh, in, I'm talking about late spring, not when it's still raining. But oh yeah, not that not that bullshit spring, not that bullshit <laughs> early spring. It, it's like Vancouver it's, has what's called a false spring, right? Yeah, it's surrounded by these like snow peaked, sound of music yeah. covered mountains, but it's 70 degrees. So anywhere you're looking, you can see an island in the distance. Yeah, There's always a mysterious Wait, island that, that island is, probably has an adventure I, on I it. I think I'm looking east, right? But yeah, yeah. it's warm. Everybody's getting high and playing bongos like yeah. at Third Beach. Um, all the people are beautiful. Everybody's happy because it's Canada. They have like in yeah, that they little just get as much medicine as they want. Yeah, they for go free. to the doctor yes. all the time. That's right. Eat handfuls of right. pills. <laughs> the doctor hands to them for no money. I don't even know what they're taking. Uh, yes, that'll be ten dollars um, <laughs> Canadian. Ten loonies. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we're crazy. I mean, you it know, in that bad. tiny little town, I found two. Himalayan restaurants. Now, I don't know if there's oh, one yeah. in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. but there are two Himalayan. Pasadena has a great Himalayan restaurant. Mm-hmm. Himalayan Cafe in Pasadena. That's my tip. Is anyway. It? 
Uh, not, well, I wasn't crazy about the. You know, I, I I was curious, so right. I went in, but it wasn't my favorite. But there was like an African restaurant I was going to. They yeah. had like, you know, Indian fusion restaurants and, um, you know, all kinds. Of course, the Indian food there, the curries, everything. Uh, sushi, you go and you get like ten pieces of toro for like eight dollars Canadian. I, it's you know, I ate some great Ethiopian, and last time I was in Vancouver, ooh man, it's an international city. Jordan, let me tell you this. Don't stand between me and my tibs. <laughs> I won't. I love eating tibs, sure, Jordan. Like, yeah, Jesse and his tibs are like a mama bear and her cub. Oh, I love those tibs. Well, I was getting fat. Yeah. I was getting heavy. And Barry, who's really a straight shooter and really, he is not afraid of anybody or anything, and he will let you know what his opinion is. But okay. he had such a difficult time letting me know that I'd put on a few pounds. <laughs> you could feel I him go, dancing yes. around it? Barry, what's going on? Mm. Spit it out. Spit it out. I've got, I'm getting heavy, right? He goes... Um, yes. Um, I go, well, all right. He goes, yeah, if you could, uh, maybe uh, I go, no problem there. I'll shed some, you know, but I had a feeling, you know, because I had right. wardrobe coming into the trailer measuring me for new suits. And I'm, I looked at them all. I go, it's because I'm getting fat, right? And they're like, no, no, we just want to yes. put some new suits on you. And I go, pretty much wearing the same suits all the time. Yeah. You just need bigger suits, don't you? So I started going to the gym, you know, back, because I'm not one to just like slim down or jog. Lose right. weight, you know. So I. You want to grow ever more powerful? Yeah. So I. We yeah. all look. We know Warburton. Sure. We know his reputation. <laughs> one, listen. Now one listen. day you'll have to face your son Talon in battle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had as I, the warrior foretold in his prophecy. I was trying. I was trying to keep Talon on his toes. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. And so I started chasing. You better watch out, Talon. Here yeah. comes Daddy. <laughs> I started. I started chasing my old benchmarks from in my twenties. Now I, I'm fifty. I was fifty two years old. Now there is nothing more shallow in this world than the pursuit of a benchmark. Mm. I'm well aware of that. This is that's a maximum about, bench press. That's about as shallow as it gets. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't bench, but I was yeah. chasing a Betamax for yeah. a while. And I thought, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. I'm not. Never going to find slacker on beta. Sure. What's the aspect ratio? Ah, you wouldn't understand. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I ended up getting back up to, at the age of 52, mm-hmm. 50, 53. No, actually, um, no, no, no. I was 53 or 54. I just turned 55 two days ago. And uh, Happy thank birthday. you, thank, yeah, thanks, guys. That's what I was. You're welcome. I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. well, we, um, we actually have a TGI Fridays wait staff in here to sing you a Happy Birthday like song. <laughs> but uh, so I got back up to 405 pounds on the bench at 54 years old. So I was seems a- actually. I'm going to be frank with you, Patrick. Seems like too many pounds. It was. It was. So seems my shoulders. Excessive. So so I was able to come home and go, Talon, I'm still out benching you. And wow. um, anyways, that's not the case anymore because this last year I literally just quit and just do like lightweights. I just want to play golf. I don't, I don't want to avoid surgeries. But I realized that at my age, your joints are not designed to handle that kind of weight. So my shoulders are super chewed up, you know. And um, Technically, I think, Patrick, no one – is designed to bench press 400 pounds. Well, guys who are, you know, 30 years old and play for Maybe. the NFL can do it, but uh, not old guys. So. No, I think those NFL players are also living in defiance of yeah. God's will. <laughs> I could bang my head over and over again. Sure. I'm impervious to the concussion. <laughs> this will last forever. Mm. Um, but you, but but you, sh- you shed the Vancouver weight. I shed, yes. But you still, you still long for its international cuisine. Yes. Well, You're, just the whole vibe there. I yeah, just, it's a it, good vibe. Yeah. It's a very good vibe. Yeah, I could go to that aquarium any day. 
What a beautiful aquarium. What's the, what's story. the, what's, I haven't been to the aquarium. When what I was there, I was what, my fond memory of being in Vancouver is I rode bikes around the lake with frequent guest Chris Fairbanks. Oh, that does sound And there's really a picture nice. of me on the bike and it's the only good photo of me. Oh. It's the lone good photo of me. And I, it's probably the Vancouver light. Well, it's, my. There's a, there's a light that bounces off the mystery islands and it hits me in just, in yeah. just the right way. And I've, I've. I've never looked more alive. Was this Stanley Park that you were riding around? That's sort of a, oh, it sort might of, have been, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You go to Stanley Park and you just think to yourself, I remember thinking, um, well, this must be the most beautiful city park in the world. And then, yeah. you, then you go online and it shows the 25 most beautiful city parks in the world and number one is Stanley Park. Yeah, gotta be. Gotta Wrong. be. And yes, it is full of beautiful yeah. bongo-playing people yeah. who all look like they'd be happy to live there. Yep. Except for the wind. The winter gets bitterly cold. Oh, but, uh, yes, that I get the snowbird thing. You got to get out, yeah. Unless you're skiing every day at Whistler, you got to be there in the good spring pocket. Yeah. What's the What's the aquarium like? Why is that aquarium so good? I went there with a friend of... because all the octopuses can have as much Adderall as they want to. <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh... They're very focused. I went to that aquarium with a friend of Jordan Jesse Go and Maximum Fun host Dave Shumka of mm-hmm. Stop Podcasting Yourself, Canadian Comedy Award winner mm-hmm. for best podcast. And uh, we just had a nice in time. Canada got, or overall they, it, the award best podcast in Canada or well it's overall the best overall podcast. best podcast in the Canadian Comedy Awards. So I presume <laughs> overall in the world, <laughs> okay, sort of like how the World Series champion is the world champion sure. of baseball. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know they got some otters and shit. You okay. know, I mean, that's <laughs> right. at the end yeah. of the day. No, it sounds great. At the end of the you day. Really, you really sold it. Yeah. <laughs> you really sold wow. it. Wow, that's their new wow. sign, otters and shit. <laughs> what do you got? You got an octopus? Yep. Okay, this thing can can solve. You know, you could go to Monterey, California, just sit on the beach and see otters. That's true. They're that's all over the place. I'd love to do it. In the It wild. worked for Star mm-hmm. Trek. Why wouldn't it work for me? <laughs> mm-hmm. See Monterey, California. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful Star Trek Four. God's country. Mm. Yeah. Save those whales. That's what I say. <clears throat> so you are of the of the big end of the year three, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. You would say you are more you're more of a Christmas fella than the other two. <sighs> um, yeah, probably. Okay. You know, I just um I, lo- I love cooking. I got smokers out in the backyard. Backyard smokers. Smokers. What are you yes. smoking? Meats, pork shoulders. You know, prime ribs, whatever. Too You're smoking mu- prime meat. ribs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. Yes. Can I come over? Absolutely. Is the Thank show you. is the show an yes. Arby's commercial now? <laughs> yeah. I feel like our sh- I yeah. Feels like an Arby's night. To say yeah, guys, it's feeling a little Arby's-y in yeah. here, isn't it? What kind of smoker smell do, the do you have? The sauce. kind of smoker like, where because uh, there's there's a, a three broad categories as I understand. Look, yeah. I'm not a barbecue. But there's three mm-hmm. broad categories. Nobody's saying that. you are. Nobody's saying you're Nobody a barbecue. I'm so tired. Stop projecting. Of Patrick Warburton. No one. Star this is all, of all Rules of your, Engagement coming on to my show and telling head. me that I am a barbecue. You no, know, this is all in your head. It's a straw man argument. There's three main types. What? Jordan, this is my understanding. Yes. Yeah, Number one. Not a barbecue and no one's saying you are. You got your electric smokers. You yep. put pellets. Into these, mm-hmm. these would put pellets into an electric smoker. Got one of those. Number two, there's the kind they have outside a barbecue restaurant, which is basically just a giant tin can full of wood. Got that. And then Warburton's there's got it. And then That's there's two. the uh, then there's the ceramic barbecue smoker 
that retains the heat more in the of wall. A, more of a as, grill. You're talking about the yeah, green the, eggs. Yeah, like the big green eggs. The big eggs. green eggs, yes. But you can use that to smoke because it will maintain temperature very nicely. It Yes, it does. Those get very, very hot. So it's a, they're all diff- they all cook in different ways. You just yeah, have a menagerie good. of meat cookers in mm. your yard? Is that what's going on? Yes, I find... That's where the sick I find that goes. smoking meat. Smoking yeah. meats is sort of like male aromatherapy. Mm. Because mm-hmm. what you do is you get something in there. If you're slow smoking something, you can sit there and... Watch golf all day, and you smell it, and it just you. So you feel like you're as you're sitting on your ass, just uh, you know, drinking a beer, watching sports. You're actually accomplishing something. Like, oh, that's getting tender. I'm just sitting here watching, and that's getting really smoky. And I mind, so I can't do another task. I'm minding this, so yeah, yeah, you don't feel pressure to be doing another thing. Uh, Honey, I'm doing something. This is I'm minding the meats. Yes, Arby's. We bind the meats. My cousin's uh, husband. In Virginia, is one of the most normal men I know, uh, is certainly one of the most normal men in my life. He also has a meat smoking lifestyle, mm. and a key part of his so I'm normal meat lo- yeah. I'm normal yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, would, I won't argue. <laughs> uh, you know, you're like a you're like an aquarium that's got some otters and <laughs> some otters and shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, so stop. but the but the part of it, and I will make look. I'm not averse. I'm not averse to this. I'll, I'll I make my own bacon, oh. but uh, the part of it that I can't handle mm. uh, is he will get up at three o'clock in the morning to do this. Oh no! And that is like that and fishing are two activities that involve getting up at three o'clock in the morning that I am not in for. No, 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 and uh, and nor am I. Uh, there were maybe three times in my life where I was promised there would be Grunion at the Grunion mm. Run. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I went there at three or four in the morning. Grunion Run scene. And Easily the best part of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. But no Grunion ever. So yeah. there were three times I went there at it, it, uh, the, the middle of the night and, and no Grunion yeah. ever showed up. So I'm I don't sorry. believe in what Grunion. Is so you're not doing Grunion is, well, maybe because you, you were hoping to see it. You can yes. explain it. There are these tiny little fish, and right. apparently just jillions of them come up on the shore, and you're supposed to scoop them up, and you can eat them. And I guess according to the movie Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, this makes The dishes Christ- are done, man. <laughs> the dishes are done, man. But also it makes Christina Applegate like you. Oh. oh. So, well, that's the dream, isn't that's it? That's the dream. Hmm. Um, she's sharp. She's funny. So after – so you didn't – so the three grunionless – the three grunion disappointments. Yes. You had them and then you like – That was a 5K run run? <laughs> 5K run run. You said you're no more fish activities at all. Absolutely so you, so not. No so nobody, fishing. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of too many lies and promises. No, I'm not waking up at the crack of dawn to uh, go fish. Fish, yeah. fish are nature's liars. <laughs> sure, yes, the, li- the liars of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not like the fucking otters. <laughs> no, otters are stand-up. Otters, tr- otter is an honest creature. It just wants to get a muscle and bang it on a rock. Yeah, and hold hands with its mate. Yeah. Very cute. Very like cute. little teddy bears floating on the surface. Mm-hmm. I have deadly teddy bears. Deadly teddy bears. <laughs> Not unlike bears. <laughs> That's sure. Yeah. Uh, so, but you you mentioned a camping story where you heard the low hooting owl. Yeah. That inspired your son's name. Yeah. Do you still do outdoor stuff? Are you still outdoorsy? Uh, a little bit. We used to. Um... Uh, well, we have a cabin on the Rogue River up in Oregon, so mm. that's where we've taken the kids every year for summer. Now we're lucky to get up there maybe two weeks a summer, every other summer. So, But if I talk about selling the cabin, they threaten me with my life. I'm like, well, we have this cabin that's empty on the Rogue <laughs> River. 
year after year. But it's you know it's like family heritage now, and they all expect hey, to if, get uh, it. So if there's anybody listening in Oregon who needs yes. a place to squat, yeah, <laughs> yeah. just thank. Head on up to Warburton's cabin. And Thank start, you, Jordan. Start Thank you. Shooting heroin. We, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's talk common law. <laughs> Squatter's rights. Yeah. Let's edit this out. Thank you. <laughs> that um, cabin's address again is. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful uh, it is a beautiful area. One of our neighbors up there is Bobby Dore from the uh, Boston Red Sox. He's the oldest wow. living member of the um, Baseball Hall of Fame. He's he lived up to be about ninety four years old. But yeah, and Ted Williams used to go up there and fish right off of our property. Ted Williams is a famous fisherman. Yeah, yeah. He gave he gave up, up hitting, took yep. up fishing. Yeah, um, and also uh, oh the great the great writer and I can't remember oh Zane Gray. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he, yeah, the the hotel is called Hotel Riffle right there by our property. I'm glad that we're really triangulating exactly where people should be squatting. <laughs> yes. We're really dropping a, a set of breadcrumbs. But I used to lead people I, straight know, to the Warburton. Start cooking, take, start wanna, cooking that heroin. Yeah. <laughs> we used to go camping when I was a kid. And I had three younger sisters. My dad had, we had this little 24 foot sports coach motor, motor home, and we would take off for five weeks, and all six of us would be in this. Like glorified van. Five weeks? Five weeks. At a clip? At a clip. And we would have uh, three eight-track tapes. Were your parents <laughs> we had... teachers? How did this... No, my father was a surgeon and my mother was a stay-at-home mom. Well, that's good because yeah. most of the summer folks don't have any major medical emergencies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He, But this was good of him because he would, he, would, he would block out this time and that's what we were going to do. What were your three and, tracks, your three eight-tracks? Well, we had Helen Reddy... The Carpenters and the Beatles. Thank God for the Beatles. Um, <laughs> carpenters are nice. Yeah, I like a Carpenters. The Carpenters yeah. were nice. This is where I really lost my uh, my man card was uh, when I was 23 years old, Helen Reddy was playing at the um, Stagecoach in Orange County. Oh, yeah. And so um, we were all like, well, let's go see Helen Reddy. Yeah. Coach, Coach House, maybe? Coach House, maybe Thank that's you. it. I'm from Orange County, so oh, okay. I know. Right off the 55 freeway? Right off the 55. That was it. That's so, a great place it to is. see Mike Ness from Social Distortion do a solo set. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did see that, yeah. Oh. I saw a lot of stuff at the Coach yeah. House growing up. Well, we English got, Beat saw at the Coach House? Uh, you know, I love anyway. when you can go to these smaller venues and see great, you know, yeah. you know old bands that you used to see in much larger venues. Because there we were, uh, you know, maybe a hundred of us yeah. and Helen Reddy. So I'm sitting there and everything's cool. And then Helen Reddy starts singing You and Me Against the World. And I started bawling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just tears down my And I was trying to hide my face. This is not happening. And I had no control over it. But those times were like the best times growing up. That's really and it beautiful. Was, so, <laughs> was it because of these road trips with your? It was a road trip with, with my family, family. Oh, and it was the best beautiful. time. It was the best time growing up. But I had it just came so far out of left field, and it was uh, it was like this uncontrollable <laughs> sobbing at, at a Helen Reddy show. I can't believe I just disclosed this, but um, that's what we did growing up. And uh, no, because you know, and then I get home, and. Uh, it would be like terribly lonely just to be in your room by yourself because literally six of us would be sleeping in one room for five weeks, and we would travel eight thousand miles. But my dad never seemed ha- uh, t- t- terribly relaxed because every day <laughs> he had to do sewage hookups and electrical and this right. and that. And then we had to drive another five. There are hours. sewage concerns, aren't there? When oh you're yes, doing a trip like that, There's you no have to be worried. You about only have twenty four feet of. Yes. 
sewage space in addition to having 24 feet of living space in a little 24 foot motorhome. I mean, it, and I'm not it, a, I'm not a parent. It was a lot of garbage. And I don't to pretend to be, but I mean, from what you I understand, do occasionally pretend to be. I do occasionally pretend to be a parent. Yeah, uh, well, like on back to school night. <laughs> sure, I just. But that was my that, my idea was okay. Find the ultimate camping spot right. because my parents had actually moved up to Gold Beach, Oregon. And I thought, okay, I'm being a good son. I'm bringing the grand the grandkids to mm-hmm. grandma and grandpa. So I find this property. I go, well, build a, a, a you know a summer a cabin where everybody can do everything, and I can just chill and relax. Right. I don't have to do anything. And so we have a swimming hole, a so you swimming, can go raft in. Yeah. Not a swimming hole, a swimming hole. A swimming hole. Wow, and with a big rock with a big rock that you can jump off in the water. Shit, and so, really? And all we do is, you know, and if you want, just sit under a little shade and read a book, and everybody swims, and it's just chill. You know, that um, sounds so cool. But then mom is there and dad, any tubing? Yeah, you can do that. Oh man, I'm, I'm big. I'm a big tubing guy. Tubing's kind of my thing. I went, <laughs> yeah. I went once and got yeah. lost. But you got to be in a lazy river. Yeah, you got to be in a lazy. I, the river's got to be. You got to have, gotta have some there. hams beer because hams is river beer. I've never had a hams. Well, it's <laughs> hams only is, hams is only good in the world over is a river beer. <laughs> the first one, ice cold, yeah. tastes good, and then after that, mm-mm. yeah, it's their preferred <laughs> beer of trout. Yeah. <laughs> What's a lake beer? Uh. Oh, that's an interesting guy. question. Yeah. Would you say a Schlitz is a lake beer? Maybe a Schlitz. Schlitz might be a lake beer. Curse. I went. I went uh, camping one one time as an adult. I've been one time as an adult. My wife and I bought a tent, and we went up to some campground in a you know state forest, not that far from Los Angeles. I put up the tent. I was I was like ready to give it a a good shot camping. Because you're, you're Teresa's like outdoorsy, right? Like she yeah. likes doing outdoorsy. Like stuff. Teresa and I are from the same part of the world, the San Francisco Bay Area, but she's from Marin County, the mountain biking portion of the San Francisco Bay Area, and I'm from inner city San Francisco, the gunshot avoiding portion of the Bay Area, and uh, so we went and we I, I I like I love my wife and I wanted to do this thing. We had our dog with us. We set up the tent, made a fire. I cooked some food on a cast iron pan on top of the fire, which was great. We went into the tent, engaged in romance, shared our love. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Right, go, wait, we, have, oh, we, 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 got, we need all of you. Yeah. Went, oh, went to sleep. So you're covered in cooties? Oh, you didn't tell me that. Went oh, to sleep. I want a separate booth. Went to sleep. <laughs> woke up the next morning with the morning light. Mm-hmm. And I have never felt more sore, panicked <laughs> in my life as when I woke up and realized that I was supposed to fill an entire day with fucking nature shit. Mm. I had no plan. I had no ideas. No slingshots. I was like, tr- my <laughs> wife and I- slingshot. You didn't bring a slingshot? Went for a walk for maybe 40 yeah. minutes. I believe they call that a hike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 40, 40, 50 yeah. minutes maybe, you Was know, 20 minutes. Incline? Half an hour out, 20 minutes, half an hour back, yeah. something like that. Brought the dog along. Dog was having a nice time. Got back. I made some bacon and eggs in the cast yeah. iron skillet. I liked that. And I looked at my watch. Oh, great. It's 8.40 a.m. Mm. And I think by 11 a.m., 
I was packing everything up and back into the car. That's... <laughs> it's like, well, we did it. Well, I'm guessing, and I may be wrong, but I'm guessing, you know, first time out <coughs> doing this, you probably did not have like an inflatable mattress or something, and then you, 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 uh, we, we uh, chafing. You're concerned about chafing and poking. No, when you lay on the if you lay Spinal on issues. the ground and you don't have I don't know like just something real like really good thick nice ground, cush cush yes you're gonna be yeah you're up this every forty five minutes moving around this is the bigger problem for me Patrick yeah. uh, it's not so much that I was uncomfortable sleeping as I was uncomfortable. Having to engage with my real self without distraction. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's when you listen. That's when you more deep seated emotional issue. That's when you take out the phone, you attach yeah. the blunderbuss, and you fire up some Netflix Christmas movies. Should have Night done Before it. Christmas, starring Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, uh, I left the yes. goddamn blunderbuss at home. Christmas All I had was an fish elephant gun. Starring Vanessa yeah. Hudgens. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, man, have we got news for you. The news is we're having a baby. I thought you were going to join me. Oh, sorry. Do you yeah. want to do it again? Sure. The news is we're having a baby. Baby. <laughs> We've got two new t-shirts in the Max Fun store. These are two of our best new t-shirts ever. Oh, these are awesome. Uh, first of all, we've got the Prank Bear t-shirt. Brian has designed this t-shirt. Brian Fernandez, our producer, gifted graphic designer. It's a passion project for him. This really is a passion project for him. He's, he, he essentially produces Jordan Jesse Go. He puts himself through that ringer mm-hmm. so that he can create T-shirts for Jordan Jesse Go. It's yeah, it's it's really what he. It's why he's in it. It's why he's in the game. And uh, if you don't go to MaxFunStore dot com and get one of his new shirts, uh, you're spatting in his face. Yeah, you've spot in his face. Don't spot. <laughs> don't spot in don't Brian's spot. face. Uh, so we have Prank Bear. The Prank Bear t-shirt. He's saying, which, see in the spring, a-holes. Yeah, it's got asterisks. It's censored. It's family friendly. So you can wear it to school. Yeah. Wear it to your bear gatherings. Wear it to um, a bris. Yeah, the Prank Bear is a bear who pulls a prank on you and then goes and hibernates. That's true. And he says, see in the spring, See in the spring, a-holes. Uh, so MaxFunStore.com. And the other one uh, is based on uh, Jesse's son's uh, misunderstanding of what Bart Simpson is holding. Yeah. Uh, he, says, he said not long ago at the dinner table, he said, uh, Dad, Bart Simpson always has table? Mm-hmm. Uh, which, of course, he was talking about Bart's iconic green skateboard. Yeah, which he believed to be a table. To be a table. But, I mean, it, it could be used as a table. As you know, I'm a skateboarding dad. He should have recognized it immediately. I love to cut a rug. You love to cut, right, get out there, <laughs> cut some rugs, do, yeah. do a couple jitterbugs. Yeah. F- f- uh, pole sitting, I love. Sure. All the, <laughs> all the cool all Gen the X. 20s skateboard, skateboard moves. Stuff. The 1920s skateboard moves. It is so moves. cool. Brian made this look like a classic Simpsons t-shirt mm-hmm. uh, from the like the first season of the Simpsons t-shirt. So what we're saying is buy it before they sue us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a picture of Bart Simpson's ska- uh, skateboard and where it would say Bart Simpson, underachiever and proud of it, it says table. Table. 
So Max, I bought one of these, by the way. (laughs) I bought one of these with my own money. We don't get these for free. No, we don't. Yeah, people will say to me periodically when they see one of our new shirts, oh, can you get me a shirt? Can you get me a shirt? I have never touched one of our shirts. They come from a third-party distributor. I bought one. My wife went on her phone, and she bought herself one, and she bought me one. That's amazing. You have a family shirt now. Yeah. So, so maxfunstore.com. Get yours if you're uh, looking to do a little holiday gift giving mm-hmm. uh, for the Jordan Jesse Go fan in your life or just someone who likes a T-shirt that's hard to explain. Yeah. Uh, maxfunstore.com. I think – I'm going to be honest with you, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I think if you get one of these table T-shirts – First of all, if you get a Prank Bear t-shirt, you can go to any national park, and you'll just fit in. You'll just look like another. Right. Like, ah, I'm just here's a bear fan. Yeah, exactly. But I think if you get one of these table shirts, get yourself over to Fairfax, District of right. Los Angeles. Get yourself get yourself to one of these Pharrell stores. Yeah. Go, go. You could, in fact, I think if you, you say get you one of these You blend in things, with the streetwear types. Yeah. I think if you get one of these things, you're basically automatically an odd future. <laughs> Right, it's become the twentieth member of Odd Future. Yeah, you're 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 replacing Domo Genesis. Yeah, sorry, Domo Genesis, you're, <laughs> you're out. out. Jordan Jesse Go listeners are in. Yeah, they're really great. They're all online at maxfunstore.com, and there is also a bunch of other cool uh, merchandise for other Max Fun programs that's new for the holiday season. You can find it all at maxfunstore.com. Yeah. And if you're shopping for the holiday season, I would encourage you to check out all the new shit at PutThisOnShop.com, my vintage store. Uh, there is all kinds of really cool stuff. I mean, I know what you're thinking, Jordan. Is it just giant, oversized playing cards? Is that all? No, there's a lot of other there's stuff. There's more. Well. Oh, yeah, boy. It's not okay. just giant, oversized okay, playing cards. I already have one. Okay. Well, you need 52 at least. 54 if you're going to play Joker's Wild. <laughs> sure. Well, I would never do that. Anyway, put this on shop.com. Almost everything in there, you can use the code Tuppies to uh, ship it to you for free. Everything except the really giant stuff. Or if you live overseas, some some things won't won't work if you live overseas. But put this on shop dot com and get those get those get those table shirts just like I did, baby. Go to maxfunstore.com. dot sure. com, baby. <laughs> don't call the listeners baby. I don't think it encourages them to buy more. Do you? I think want, it makes them feel no boy. Do you don't, want to no, go to maxfunstore.com? Won't, won't help. This is hurting. To get yourself they, if a little table. If they were thinking baby. about buying the shirt now, they are. Ooh. They're canceling their orders. Where daddy this go? Is, nope. Here nope. I am. Don't do I'm this. I'm wearing this is a bad. table Brian, shirt. Brian, cut all this out. I'm this not wearing hurting, any pants. This is hurting the cause. This is hurting. We should, this is bad for business. Ooh, you're my little baby. <sighs> yeah. All right. What? A, okay. Yep. Maxfunstore.com. No, this is so great. I think this is just a fetish for you now. <laughs> it's not a running joke anymore. It always was. No. No. Don't, don't, Every don't make time people. I've done this oh, voice, no. it's been sexual. Oh, oh boy, we don't need. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second. We're trying to move shirts here. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Yes, Go.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Patrick Warburton, uh, better known as Patty Warbucks. <laughs> Patty Warbucks, loving it. Patrick On, Warburton. That's your Twitter handle. Yeah. And you were saying to us pre- mo- Sorry, the most clever thing I could come up with. It's great. Moment. It's yes. terrific. That's rock solid. Patty uh, Warbucks is, is a good piece of business. But you were saying you were disappointed with your social media following. But before yeah. we were on Mike, you were maybe feeling self-conscious. Oh, I'm not disappointed. It's just disappointing is what it is. I don't think it is. It's, I think it's great. I think it's pretty good. But I agree. I think News Radio's Johnny Johnson deserves more. This is, yeah. Well, I guess I need, uh, and it's I want a, more for Kronk. <laughs> it's hard for me to get involved in all that, but yeah. maybe that's what we're all required to do these days. I watched an entire film about the Emperor's New Groove while I was on tour. That's the, a true story. That is not the Emperor's New I Groove? Forgo- I was, yeah, that is not the Emperor's New Groove. About uh, the making of? Well, the Sting, the singer-songwriter Sting, mm-hmm. known legendary lute player Sting, uh, and he, sex laster. <laughs> yeah, he's the. So that's something funny. That's just like a joke you can make. Like the guy from the police takes a long time to blast, yeah. and just people know what you're talking about. It is. A, anyway. It is sort of like we. I think we lack mass culture in the United States right. these There's days. There's no monoculture. Everything, mono is, so, culture, everything is so atomized. Yes, but I think streaming. we all know it takes Sting a long time to jizz. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Um, Sting was the musician. It's weird. We know everyone knows that. You well, can just he, say he it. He made sure we all knew that. <laughs> yeah, yes. he we can say know. that. Yeah. He kept everybody in the loop. Mm-hmm. I so, hate to brag, but uh, <laughs> yeah. three, four hours. Yeah. <laughs> so Sting, it's me, Sting, Sting is the was the musician of the Emperor's New Groove, which ended up not being really a musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he mostly contributed opening and closing songs sure. to it. But some great songs. Yeah. He was like one of the first people involved in the film and his wife is a documentary filmmaker and they engaged her to be the behind the scenes filmmaker Mm -hmm. and the movie went on this very long path to becoming uh, a Patrick Warburton David Spade comedy and uh, she made a movie about this long path that is like kind of from the perspective of Sting being confused as to why he's asked to write so many fewer songs for the movie. <laughs> the sweat box. That's what it's called. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's uh, it's really a hoot, but I got to say, not enough Warburton for me. <laughs> you could have made more appearances. Constructive criticism for Sting's wife, who is her own person, whose name I don't recall at the moment. Well, I they were. Um... <clears throat> I think it was frustrating. It was frustrating for Sting because the uh, the original incarnation of this film was Kingdom of the Sun, and it was supposed to be like a sort of a grand, more of a dramatic piece, like uh, The Lion King or something. Yeah, and it morphed into a comedy, and so then all of a sudden things just got started getting sloughed off. You know, all these you know you know you know numbers, and it just became you know there was that uh, you know the theme song and something else, like you said, and uh, yeah. and then it became. Um, more minimized. They thought it was going to be a more serious thing at the time. They had cast David Spade based on his work doing Pinter on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And they figured that... Yeah, but it's they, so funny because when I first met Sting, I was like, I could almost see it in his eyes. I was like, "Don't hate me. I didn't have anything. <laughs> Sorry, this film took a twist, but yeah. it's not my fault." That, that truly is one. That is one of the worst show business horror scenarios I can imagine. Sting disliking you through no fault of your own. <laughs> uh, Emperor's New Groove, great. And hey, if you're if you're out there and you're signing up for Disney Plus, like I did today, yeah. You can also boot up its sequel, Kronk's New Groove, oh, which yeah. is delightful as well. <laughs> Very Kronk-centric. Yeah. A lot I of Kronk in there. Anyway, I'm like, oh, I'm going to boot up this Disney Plus thing. I, You know, I'm 
I'm working for it. I should have this fucking thing. I'm going. You know, what's the first thing I'm going to watch? Got all the Star Wars? No, the 2005 sequel to Emperor's New Groove, Kronk's <laughs> New Groove. Yeah, hilarious. Listen, all we, all any of us really want is a thumbs up from Poppy. Are That's we? all. Yes. <laughs> That's all Are a we doing deep? Poppy. Is this a, some kind Poppy. of deep Warburton contest we're doing? You've recommended Kronk's <laughs> New Groove. I'd like to recommend the Warburton's vehicle. The Woman Chaser. Don't yell at me. Ooh. A comic prote- noir, an independent it's like comic I called noir you a barbecue from, the late, or something. from the late 1990s that go. is very the- funny mm. that Patrick is wonderful in. Patrick, you're a great humanitarian <laughs> as well as being a great actor. Uh, so here's a, here's a story. So there's, uh, there's a, a man named Brian. Yes. Not Brian Fernandez, our producer. A different Brian. Uh, he's a longtime listener of Jordan Jesse Go, longtime Tuppy. And he knows that both Jordan and I greatly enjoy and admire the great Patrick Warburton, mm-hmm. legendary actor and humanitarian. Sure. Now, Brian happens uh, to work for an organization called World Vision, which is uh, which does uh, 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 aid work in the developing world, um, and had worked with Patrick with that organization. Uh, and he's like, hey, you know, I happen to be a celebrity ambassador handler or whatever his title is. I don't know if that's his exact title. And I know Patrick Warburton. He's a very nice man. I bet he would be willing to come on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Uh, And and that is the path that led you here. The path to Jordan, Jesse, Go always runs through development work in the Sudan. (laughs) Willing. Thrilled to be here with you guys. And and thank you so much. But, Mike, you know, this was... uh, we met Brian, and uh, he approached us about about going. My wife and I, and uh, it was one of the great experiences uh, of our life, though. But we went with over to uh, Africa with uh, World Vision. We went to um, uh, Zambia, I believe. He's on the other side of that glass. It was a year ago. We were yeah. all over. I've been to a few different places in Africa uh, over the years, and um, but the, this was these were um, these villages that we. We visited were very special because of um, uh, just the, the all the people that we met and the the families and the you know the uh, you know how um, you know they would all welcome all of us whenever we come into the village they they put on these shows and cook food and play music and whatnot and um, they love World Vision because World Vision see has been um, delivering them clean water. For years and years, they, I guess on average, put in a well a day uh, in Africa. And now they have fresh fresh water there. So the only thing, the, one, the primary thing that they need there is clean water. So the girls have to go walk on average six kilometers or 3.7 miles with a bucket on their head to some stagnant, brackish water source. They get water that's poison half the time and have to bring it back. They're not going to school. It's dangerous for them out there, and horrible things happen to them. And um, but that's like the the job of the the girls and the women. We met a woman there who had been you know attacked by wild dogs while she was you know getting water. So now they bring an otter would never do that. By the way, no. All right. <laughs> but in delivering the clean water, now they're not getting sick. 
as much. They have clean water. They don't have to travel with a bucket on their head for six kilometers just to get a bucket of crappy water. So it really is the most important in, uh, uh, thing that they could possibly be doing for um, the people in Africa. So it's uh, clean water to a new person every 10 seconds. It's extraordinary. I mean, there are, there are in the developing world, because I used to work in international development myself, and when, when I, wor- I worked in Laos, and in Laos, the biggest challenge was, you know, everybody is a subsistence farmer uh, outside of the capital, and the capital is a relatively small city. It's like, it's like half a million or something mm-hmm. like that. But uh, basically, everyone else in the entire country is a subsistence farmer. And the biggest issue that they had was when you're a subsistence farmer, you have a little bit of extra crops. If things go well, you have a little bit of extra crops. You sell those extra crops, and that's how you get the currency that you're using for everything that you're not directly growing on your land. You know, whatever it is, it's, uh, uh, you know, everything from like building materials to build your house or whatever things you need that aren't rice, basically. There's mostly rice they're growing. Um, you're getting by selling that little bit of extra that you grow every year. But the biggest issue in in Laos, in these villages that we were working in, was they didn't have communications to communicate with the capital. And because they didn't have communications, these guys would ride in on motorcycles, and that was who you sold your crops to because the roads were very difficult to pass. So only motorcycles could get through. And these guys would load up their motorcycles with rice. They'd They'd buy your rice. And the difference between knowing what the rice cost in the capital, what the, what the market price of the rice was in the capital, and not knowing what the market price of the rice was in the capital was, on average, we did a study that was like 30, 30 to 40% on what the villagers got paid. So if they knew what it was going to sell for in the capital, they could negotiate against the guy in the motorcycle. If they don't know, they are... They are at the mercy of whatever price that person quotes them, and the the money goes to them. And that is like it is a tiny is a tiny point of friction, you know. Just like being able to access water. I mean, water is obviously just like rice. These are the things you need to live. But like the 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 like little things that we who live in the developed world and have extraordinary privilege are not aware of are the like really essential things that make life dramatic can be that can make life dramatically more livable and that's one of the reasons why you know if we support organizations like world vision and others um who are m- putting in a little bit of help at those inflection points it can you know wh- whatever support we provide can be multiplied many times yeah yeah it's it's um you know what just a little bit of money from us does it you know for them is so so vast you know that's why world vision has all kinds of programs one of them is you know where you can buy a family a goat and i i don't know what the goats cost but they're like 40 or 50 dollars i guess i don't know great bargain and they 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 change they'll change a, a goat will help change a family's life brian can you confirm 40 yep. to 50 dollars for a goat he says he says 85 dollars for a goat i've been paying so much more than that for goats. Oh, Brian. Whatever, $85 for a goat. <laughs> it's okay. So, can um, you, Brian, can you, not you, Brian, for World Vision, Brian, can you get me $85 goats? Because I've been paying upwards of 140 for goats. I, I would like a one, I would like both milking and barbecue goats. Don't give him a microphone, Brian. <laughs> He's not talent. 
Mr. Warburton is talent. And I'll just take an iced tea, actually. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm just here to hang out. Just take an iced tea. So I'll take one milking and one barbecue goat. You got that, Brian? At 85 apiece. I'm not paying 150 anymore. But, Brian, if I veer too far left, you got to jump on in there and clear things up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once I start then, wrecking the figures. Jordan will take an iced tea. Would you like sugar, sugar in that? Uh, no, I'm good. A little lemon if you got one. Yeah, lemon. Wait, is lime okay if they only have lime? Sure, yeah. Any citrus is fine. I'm not. Picky. Oh, is it? Would you prefer green or black tea? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh boy, oolong. Green, green, yeah, that yeah, you know something de- something decaf would be great. Actually, I. Uh, yeah, how about a jasmine? Tea? I can't. You know, you're getting older. I can't have caffeine. Is after it jasmine? How about a tea? tea? Sound nice. Jasmine's how about a tea great. bag? Tea bags. Yes, a tea bag. Would you like would be to great. Just suck on a tea bag? Hold on. Is this, this is about your hold no, on. This is about, tea. this is about your dogs. No, a tea bag is a, just it's a little bag with tea leaves inside. Okay. It may keeps them from getting in your in your tea. Guys, we yeah. talked about, about serious stuff for then, 10 minutes. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Good for us. We are the champions of feeling. Mm-hmm. We are serious about things once in a while. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Felt Did good. We, felt it felt good. good to change the world just now, Patrick. Yes. Well, well done, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Warburton, by the way, wearing a hat of his own golf tournament for charity, which feels yeah. braggy to me. Wait no. Is it? Feels Turn it braggy Turn it to me. Oh, it is. Sorry. It says Patrick Warburton golf tournament for cancer children on it. Yeah, but I have it on backwards at least, so I'm not like. Yeah. You know, so, so that way we so know you're a rude camera. dude with a tude. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have in the okay. car. Okay. We, <laughs> we so have coy. something else. So coy. We have something so. else important to do. So some weeks ago on the program, yes. we received in the mail mm-hmm. two very strange shirts with cats on them. Mm. Uh, these shirts were not like any sort of recognizable shirt that we had mm-hmm. seen heretofore. Um, they could have been designed by Ray Kawakubo as far as we know. Am I right, no, way, no way to tell. Could be no way Dries to tell. Van Noten. Who knows? As far as we know. Who knows? These Your guess sh- is as good as mine. Strange half-sleeved blocky cat shirts. Three XL. Way to look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> That's they say. were cats, again. To be clear, wow. cats. Three XL. They were cats. Jesse, aren't these gifts? Aren't uh, these, yeah. gifts? these were beautiful these, gifts. These, they were gift yes, cat shirts. They beautiful yes. gifts? Somebody's heart's just been broken, yeah. too. We needed to get these I'm sure shirts. They're, they're sending you gifts. Right. They're listening, listening weekly. Yeah. We're very grateful to anyone who sends us anything. Yeah. Except for anthrax. <laughs> no, no, don't send, no, no. Don't send daddy some anthrax. <laughs> cute when you pronounce it like that, though. Yeah, it becomes cuter. Cute. Yeah, you know where the you know the term "don't look at the gift, ho- uh, gift horse in the mouth" comes from? Uh, I I presume somebody got in trouble looking looking at the gift horse in the mouth. Maybe it chomped. Seems like a cowboy thing. Well, because yeah. horses, Please. no horses' teeth never stop growing. Okay. They keep getting bigger, bigger. So somebody gives you a horse. Are horses rodents? Um, no. They're the rodents so. of the plains. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, but see, somebody gives you a horse. So tell, yeah. And you're looking in their mouth yeah. to see how old they are. That's rude because mm-hmm. they gave you a gift. Oh. So you don't do that. That's where the term "don't look a gift horse." In the well, mouth. and Jesse, Learn don't look a day. gift cat in the shirt. Okay. There you go. So... Sorry. So we got these shirts, and we said these shirts are so beautiful, mm-hmm. so wearable, very wearable, so sincere that we <laughs> very Chinese mm-hmm. that we would like to send them to some of our beloved listeners. Wow, that's share, the most, that's the most sh- eloquent putting of regifting, sharing the heard. wealth. And we decided that we would do so through 
a contest. Mm-hmm. The, the only fair way to do it, because we know that these people would love it. Uh, all of our listeners would love to get these beautiful shirts because the shirts are so beautiful. The cats are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. The sleeves are half to two-thirds length. Mm-hmm. I'm sold. The size is so huge. <laughs> yeah, but also weirdly small in other parts. Uh, so um, we asked our listeners to tweet pictures of their pets promoting Jordan Jesse Go. And our guest on that program was the the great comedian and writer Eliza Skinner. And Eliza asked specifically that she would like to see flirty pictures. Right. She would like the 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 pets to be a, at least somewhat flirty in their demeanor. She didn't want just flat pets. Brian appears to have printed out a picture of every pet that people sent us. But we're going to go through a few highlights. And ultimately, Patrick, I think it's going to be your choice. Wow. Well, uh, I, so um, how can I uh, can I ask you yes. uh, if you are a pet guy yourself? Do you have them? Are you cat yep. over dog, dog over cat? We're, are you a ferret man? Uh, we're, we're dog because we have um, we've had as many as five dogs at a time. That's a lot of dogs. Yeah. Wow. Down to four. Three now. barbecues, five dogs. Yeah. Um, well, um, I guess we need another barbecue. We need a barbecue per <laughs> wow one dog yes. per one cube per yeah. dog. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, we we live out in Ventura County, so everybody's on sort of horse properties. We don't have horses, but if you're on a horse property and you have horses, you got plenty of room for dogs to run around. Yeah, so, so we don't have to walk. If you don't have to walk your dogs, plus so you, you get wholesale goats. Around. Yes, <laughs> yes, we don't dream. we don't over. Pay for our ghost, no. Jesse. Sorry, um, but um, yeah. So, uh, so we got. So you're. So you're. You are. You're more of a dog person yeah. than you are. So you're maybe. You would maybe lean toward choosing a dog. I like cat. We need though. We need a good cat. We need a cat because we have a lot of rats out. In oh yeah, cat will take care of that. Yes. You're talking about people who are ratting you out to the police. All <laughs> <laughs> right. You have a lot of sure undercover yeah. snitches. Yeah. Snitches. You're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to like talk about a couple of a couple of notable things. So I, I mean, mean, the I, pets I like... who are flirty, who are not promoting the show. They're out. They're out. They're great. I liked seeing them. The whole point is to promote the show. A lot of people just sent us pictures of their pets, which is great. It's great. I love seeing pictures of people's pets. I'm looking. There's an awful lot of them here. Now, Jordan, did you go through these? Have have you made a choice? So I have a couple of things I want to point out. I'd like to mention that there's a bunny rabbit right here on page one. So thanks to Zero Anaphore. For the bunny rabbit. The bunny rabbit is looking at a signed Summer Boys of Summer poster. So the bunny's zero anaphora definitely came to our one of our live shows and got our autograph, which is not nothing. Yeah. But I don't see the bunny is not specifically doing anything to promote. You know what the I show. love about rabbits? What do you What's love that? about rabbits? They're just so interactive. Yeah, they do they so love, many they, things. They, they, can re, they can read you, right. they know what you're feeling about. And they're definitely not terrified of you. Everything from trembling to running away full speed. <laughs> uh, so I, I want to talk so uh, so I want to want to shout out Jackson uh, who uh, who who gave us our only snake entry, Joaquin the Snake, uh, slithering on a hand underneath a sign that says Hit the Streets. That's one of our slogans. Uh, something Sega Genesis, which is what passes for a joke on this show. Yeah. And Prank Bear slash Full Chort slash whatever. Uh, these are all on little <laughs> signs that the snake is crawling under. I like Prank Bear slash Full Chort slash whatever because it really captures even more than something about Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it really cap Joaquin real here really captures the half joke spirit of Jordan <laughs> Jessica. You know, the kind of sure enthusiastic but one foot one one foot in, one foot out spirit right. of our sense of humor. Um, let's see, of course. So I liked the oh, so uh so again, I think this is not promoting the show, but I definitely wanted to shout out uh Chum on Twitter, whose fiance is also his pet dog. His IRL engagement ring is a metal dog collar. He's a flirty JJ Go pet. And this is, of course, is a listener who is engaged to a furry. It's a beautiful wolf outfit. Uh, we congratulate them on their engagement. They are disqualified because the dog is not promoting the show. It seems but like congratulations. It would be, everybody else had to put in the work. Okay, mm-hmm. all these other people had to trick a snake into standing next to a sign right. that says something about Sega Genesis. By mm-hmm. the way, I would have appreciated a specific reference to Flashback or Herzog's Five. Yeah. But Tri- these people... The guys from Flashback made Shaq food. Did you know that? <laughs> no! Is that true? It is. Holy shit! That's why it looks like that. Uh, how come I can't get on Nick Weiger's new show? Yeah. Okay. So I learned that on that show. Here's my, here's my question. Here's my question about Chum from Twitter. Yeah. I like... Everything about this I like. I like that Chum's fiance is his, is his pet. I like that the engagement ring is a metal dog collar. I like the flirty picture. All they had to do, they're human beings. All they have to do is just do something to promote Jordan Jesse Go, yet they didn't. Right. They went through all this effort to get this entire furry costume, to get engaged, to fall in love. All this <laughs> I think stuff they were they doing did. that normally. Well, maybe. Okay, and also I want also want to shout out Shoshana who uh, sent over Desperado the sheep who is uh, has a photoshopped word bubble. Although I don't know, maybe he actually said it. It says I love JJ Go, so I like that a lot. Uh, some unconventional pets uh, 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 representing in the contest. I like my first instinct here is I want to celebrate Callie the service dog. Mm-hmm. Callie the service dog not only has been to one of our live shows. I don't know how that happened. Bought I a, get- bought a ticket. I I hope I hope Callie didn't try whatever. and get in for free. Yeah, try and fucking sneak in the side door or whatever, pull a fire alarm and run in. I hope they didn't sec- second act our shit like like a Broadway person. Yeah, but I like that Callie is just a a, a beautiful dog who's holding a rope chew toy that uh, Callie's owner Katie has tied a Jordan Jesse Go uh, index card to. It's great. It's a beautiful photo, and it definitely is like, it, it's it, it's doing the prompt, you know? Yeah. It's, she paid attention to the prompt. Those are some soulful eyes there, too. Very beautiful, beautiful eyes. eyes. Beautiful eyes. Like beautiful that. eyes. And I like that the dog is actively involved. Whereas, for example, there's a dog named Scott that is just wearing a human Jordan Jesse Go t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Scott obviously hates it. Mm-hmm. Scott is more unhappy wearing the t-shirt than wearing a, a taco costume. Patrick, you ever try and dress up those dogs of yours? Uh, no, no, good. I don't have that. I don't have that kind of. uh, I need to smoke meats and sit on the (laughs) couch. That's too much work. Sure, putting a hat on a dog. Yeah, little raincoat. Ever put a little raincoat Uh, on the dog? Nah. Well, have you ever? What about this? You know, you had it out to the lake. You ever put a dog life preserver on a dog? No. Uh, if they can't swim, then they, uh, I guess they're shit out of luck. That's this it. is, <laughs> right. this one, one less evolution, dog. yes. This yeah. has been discussed in the past on Jordan, Jesse, Go, uh, Patrick, but I, I will say the great advantage of the dog life preserver is not so much that it makes the dog float, though it does. It's that it has a handle on the back so you can pick your dog up like <laughs> a suitcase. 
Yeah, but it embarrasses him in front of all his other dog friends. That's yeah, true. Like, yeah, they make fun of him later. Your they dogs may be more him. naturally dignified than mine. No. Um, I like this. I like this like French bulldog or something uh, named Jiminsons. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jiminsons is the person who made it. But I like this little Frenchie that they trick to get into a little tub a Tupperware, there. and it's a puppy in a tuppy. That's great. It's a great rhyme. I think we like it. Uh, Patrick, of course, for your benefit, our listeners are called Tuppies. Uh, it is because of a dumb reason. Yep. And uh, that's all you Just need Just like to know. everything else on this show. Uh, I like <laughs> I like the presence of a three-legged dog, but this dog is not promoting us. Yeah. I don't care how many legs. Your dog could have six legs. You could have an eight-legged dog that's, that's half dog, half spider. If they're not promoting it, they're not going to win yeah. the contest. Um. Yeah. So let's see. We got a couple of torties here. Just like a tortie. Just wanted mm. to point that out. Nice cat. Nice kind of cat. If an iguana in a cowboy hat. Um, yeah. Which honestly, I thought we'd see more of. Knowing our listeners, I thought there would be more iguanas in hats. But yeah, uh, I'm uh, surprised we we didn't get any boa constrictors. Um. Let's see. Let's see. We have a cat in a shirt. We have at breakfast California. Uh, Frank the cat who uh, also does not want to be in a JJ Go shirt. Um. Yeah, let's I'm gonna be see. frank with you. A lot of these are bullshit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Coming you know, in hot. This is a fish with a human face. This this person. This person has five pictures of a cat. You, these sure. Some of them are flirty. Sure. One of them suggests the cat loves to eat pizza, which is fun. Sounds Where's like the pizza. Jordan Jesse Go content in this? What are you doing, Robot Derek? Well, it's cat Sneaks lo- the cat. You're canceled. Wow. Sorry, Sneaks. We found your old tweets. You're canceled. You're canceled. You're not hosting the Oscars. Uh, I mean, there's a great video of Pancakes the Cat sent to us by Front Butt, uh, uh-huh. where he asked Pancakes the Cat if he wanted to listen to Jordan Jessica, and Pancakes said meow. Yeah, I did like that it's one. It's a good video. I really like that video. Um, but yeah, let's see. There's a van full of dogs. They don't really have anything to do with the show. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think we've covered all the bases. Oh, there's a, there's a cat on a bean bag, and someone has written River Cat on it to make it look like the cat's tubin', which is what I like to do. So. And it's specifically, it's a pun on the River Rat brand tube that right, you use that to, go to go tubin'. tubin'. That's a River Cat. I, that one, I think, is a pretty strong entry. So, uh, Patrick, you're, uh, we're going to let you pull the trigger on oh, this. Oh, my goodness. Do you have any feelings one way or the other? Um, I'm in love with Callie the service dog. Callie um, the service dog. Callie yeah, the service good. dog is I quite sorta, a beauty. I like the Frenchie a little bit. Nobody's uh, but mad. The Frenchie's not doing uh, anything really to promote the show. Well, I think she does, the Frenchie to... does have that look on on her face, kind of like, um, what kind of breeding did you do? To <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I should Why not am I a monster? I am. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, Why was know. I created? Yeah. Uh, I always appreciate. I mean, someone appears to have just sent us a picture of Seaman, right? <laughs> from the video game Seaman mm-hmm. on the Dreamcast, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. Sure. I love being reminded of that nightmare. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that is a, a real a real fish that someone found in a lake somewhere. Ah, Seaman! <laughs> Holy shit! It's a it's a news report. Yeah, it's just an actual fish that looks like Seaman yeah. from the game Seaman. Yeah. That's real. Well, That's real. That's not. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, it could be a. Could that be person a, loses could be the a, contest. Could be a deep fake. Is when it gets yeah, possible. Could be a seaman deep fake. I mean, you think that's coming out of the deep state? Could be. I mean, that's where deep fakes come from. from yeah. I understand. Probably some career diplomat created that. <laughs> 
man. Somebody with a long, long, distinguished history of serving their country. I will say I like Callie the service dog. Mm-hmm. I like River Cat. Um, I like pancakes. I like the snake. That's maybe my let's see my I think my top three are snake, River Cat, Callie the service dog. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm with you 100. percent I loved the video too, but I'm I'm entirely great. with you. I think the snake has four different slogans. And how do you get a snake to do that? Uh, you just pick it up and put it there. Callie, <laughs> I don't think he wrote him. <laughs> Callie the service dog. Don't don't you contradict me, Patrick I'm Warburton. sorry. I'm sorry. Don't tr- don't. Jesse, we're just. I get it. You can bench the, uh, press 400 pounds. No, not anymore. <laughs> I have my own public radio program. Okay. Callie the service dog has the soulful eyes, as Patrick pointed out, and River Cat. While it, I don't think it would effectively promote the show, technically speaking. That's true. That's true. It is a good reference to the show. That's true. And that tubing adventure that you had where you really learned what it was to be a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got lost on the Kern River. Yeah. On the Kern River? Yeah. You That's a rough river, too. Yeah, it's a rough I mean, like you said earlier, you, you got to have, the... have a lazy river. I didn't know that. I was a first-time tuber. You get killed on the Kern, yes. I almost, yeah, I almost did, but I survived because of how yeah. much I can bench. <laughs> there you go. God, I knew that was a mistake bringing that up. I yeah. really did. No, it's I know it's, it's a good great. story. It's you a got a powerful yes, story. Yes, it's, it's intriguing, Patrick. You lift weights. It's great. Patrick, Patrick Warburton's yoke. He's a former right. model. Yeah. Um, I did used to do a little bit of print work back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So coy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this charity golf hat? Um, oh, it's, this is Johnny Johnson from yeah. News Radio we're talking to. Um, the evil Johnny Johnson. Are you ready? <laughs> Do you think you could Dave, pull the trigger? I'm evil, Dave. <laughs> Do you think you could pull the trigger? Uh, two out. You got to pick two out of these three: uh, uh, the snake, oh, the cat, two, and the dog. Oh, two can win because we have yeah, two shirts. We got two shirts. That's awesome. That makes it easier. Okay, I'm going with Callie the service dog, and then want somebody else to pick somebody else. I, we're going with the snake, right? The snake, yeah. Right, Callie, the yeah. service dog. Th- all our thanks to go. Natasha and the River Cat. There we go. Thank you very much to everybody. Uh, you can look on the Twitter and Instagram with the hashtag uh, JJGoPet. Yeah. Uh, and you can see all of those. Uh, and uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm Renee Colvert. I'm Alexis Preston. And we're the hosts of the smash hit podcast, Can I Pet Your Dog? Now, Alexis. Yes. We got big news. Uh-oh. Since last we did a promo, our dogs have become famous. World famous. World, like, stars on the Hollywood Walk. Okay. Second big news. Mm-hmm. The reviews are in. Mm-hmm. Take yourself to Apple Podcasts. You know what you're going to hear? We're happy. It's true. We're a delight. A great distraction from the world. I like that part a lot. So if that's what you guys are looking for, mm-hmm. you got to check out our show. But what else can they expect? We've got dog tech, dog news, celebrities with their dogs, all dog things. All the dog things. So if that interests you, well, get yourself on over to Maximum Fun every Tuesday. La, 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 la. Cool shirt. Oh, this? Thanks. I got it at MaxFunStore.com. MaxFunStore.com. Hmm, that's strange. I visited MaxFunStore.com. MaxFunStore.com. A few weeks ago and didn't see it. That's because they've just launched a ton of new stuff. Right in time for the holidays. Oh, cool. There's patches, mugs, totes, stickers. 
even a onesie. Nice. Those would make great gifts for everyone I know. Great, because I already got you something from there. Thanks. Now, excuse me a moment. I need to look up MaxFunStore.com. MaxFunStore.com. On my smartphone. You know, to see what's new. Yeah, you can't go wrong with anything from MaxFunStore.com. MaxFunStore.com. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. In uh, Patty Warbucks over here. <laughs> oh, nice to talk to you, Patty. In your real voice, That's finally. Real voice. <laughs> wow. Finally, we peel back the curtain, and here he is, uh, Patrick just, Warburton. That takes a lot out of me to just put this on oh, all the time. Oh, there's, okay, that's yes. the mask. That's the mask. It's we met. Stress. We finally met the man. Uh, Patrick, this has been a real thrill. Thank you so much for you. coming on the show. Thank you, Jordan. Great Thank Patrick you, Warburton's great. here. Yeah, we're uh, Jesse and I. In case you couldn't tell, we're both big fans. So having Tremendous you having you here feels that. like I got a thumbs up from Poppy. You got a thumbs up from Poppy, Jordan. Oh, As did you, Jesse. Great, Jordan. You got a thumbs up from Poppy. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I love having thumbs it. Thumbs up, Poppy. Thumbs up. Um, hey, uh, we want to California. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> another great Patrick Warburton performance. The line at Southern Storms, uh, yeah, Soren over California. Nice work, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Jordan. Hey. I love Disney. I'm a huge Disney file, so anytime yeah. I ever get a chance to work with Disney, I love it because um, I grew up, you know, going to the parks and yeah. and uh, I've had some cool opportunities throughout the years. One time, Roy Disney, and he was ninety something years old at the time. Mm-hmm. His passion was sailing, and he requested that I narrate his sailing movie. What? Yes. Is this available for all to watch? Yes. And so um, I, so it was the most daunting task I've ever had doing voiceover. Because when you do cartoons, it, there's no right or wrong. You're just goofing around. You're having fun. You're experimenting. Yeah. Well, I, was it, ta- just, I was talking with Brian before the show. He mentioned that you're now the voice of World Vision's public service announcements. And I thought, oh, that's great. On the other hand... How do you manage the tone of having Patrick Warburton? Look, you have a sonorous voice, Patrick. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, it's a it's a more beautiful, it's a more honeyed voice than my own. Uh, but I think if you're hearing you know what? about apples and oranges, Jesse, the apples effects, the effect of uh, that a, that a goat or access to clean water could have on a, a small village in in Africa. Uh, and the whole time you're thinking, is that? I think that's Patrick Warburton. Sure, yeah. Is that Patrick Warburton? Is I, that? I Kronk? don't. I think that's think Kronk. That's what they're thinking. I think they're just thinking, hey, I can buy a goat for people and save their lives. Um, I'm evil, Dave. But uh, <laughs> no, but Dave. when they asked me to do that, I was uh, I was uh, very very honored because I feel dog. like that uh, World Vision is doing as important important work out there as any group in the world right now. And when you go over there and you see firsthand what they do and how it's changing lives of millions of people, you're like, yeah, I want I want to get involved. Jordan, but, Jesse, go listeners can go to worldvision.org, worldvision.org to learn more if they want to buy somebody a goat. And yeah. again, I cannot yeah. emphasize this enough, Jordan. Yeah. They're paying wholesale prices for these goats. These are just $85 buys a goat. If you walked right now into Best Buy mm-hmm. and you bought even even a slightly used s- somewhat <laughs> somewhat super and well they they prefer to call them pre-owned. certified pre-owned. pre-owned. Yeah. You go in and you buy yourself a certified pre-owned goat. 
You're going to pay $120, and you haven't even seen that. You don't even know if that goat can still chew a can, which is a goat's primary role. <laughs> That's the market here. Justin. That's the main thing. But the folks at World Vision, they're paying, they're paying wholesale prices, so your dollar goes further. Mm-hmm. And they're getting premium goats, whether it's a barbecuing goat or a milking goat. You know, I'll take a piece of pie, too. I'll do the iced tea and a piece of, I don't know, what do you have? Do you have banana cream, Brian? Is it possible to get banana cream? What are the pies today? Can I get a goat and a banana cream pie for the good people? Just just have a bite of mine. I'm not going to eat the whole thing. I kind of want my own slice of pie, Jordan. Okay, I mean, we're going to- I'm a grown man. I bench pressed 400. Not you. What was your peak there? not you. Four or four or five? Four or five. I got back to four or five. I bench rest 407 pounds, Jordan. <laughs> okay, we'll get your own pie. We're going to have extra pie at the I end. I need carbohydrates. Gonna have, it's going to so just I can be wasteful. Pump. I need, to, I need to pump. I'm so sorry I ever mentioned I'm a, that. I'm a bodybuilder. <laughs> body uh, uh, thank you, Patrick, for being here. Worldvision.org. People will go thank to you, it. It's You're, a fun. It's a. I'm. I think that's a thing people can do if they're looking to do a little holiday giving. I and now. So I, and now I can listen to you guys because I just um, learned from my son how to listen to podcasts literally four days hey, ago. He goes, "Oh, great. I go. How do, he, he's telling from me about podcasts." No, my son Shane, who's okay. in D.C. I go, "How do you listen to?" Him? He goes, "Um, there's an app. Mm-hmm. There's like a podcast app." And he goes, "Yeah." And then he showed me. He goes, yeah, what's it called? Podcast. Yes, I go. Oh, and then he goes. Yeah, and you can just go through here and listen to podcasts. Well, Shane will be this thrilled to thrilled to learn that you just having just learned how to listen to podcasts were on the most popular one. Yeah. There you go. We're the world's number one podcast, as far as you know, a man who just discovered <laughs> podcasts. But it it is so ridiculous the it, uh, the bubble the uh, you know the cave in which I hide and uh, just uh, I have to have my kids show me how to do everything. You're, you're, they just taught me how to program needs. a VCR the other day. Go, you don't need this <laughs> so you anymore. can tape sixty minutes. Yes. <laughs> Patrick, we're known for two things. Number one, being the world's most popular podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, being the podcast where between them, the two hosts can bench press 813 pounds. Yeah. 407 for me, 406 for Jordan. Mm-hmm. That is You're huge. At what, what was that? 405 was your top? You <laughs> made it to for, 405, forget Patrick. It. Forget it. Patrick. It was, dumb, it was a dumb story. It was a great story. All, they were all great. <laughs> Jordan, before we go, do, do we all just want to talk like Patrick Warburton for a little bit? I don't. I think that's... You shouldn't talk you like guys your do that, guests. And I'll talk, you shouldn't. I'll talk like Brad Garrett. <laughs> yes! <laughs> hey, Patrick. Hey, Brad Garrett. It's me, Patrick Warburton. <laughs> we're, we're both deep-voiced men. Hey, Jordan. Just hey, Jer- Jesse. <laughs> hey, uh, Mom's Brad. not going to be very happy. <laughs> Brad Garrett. Good work on <laughs> shit. Now I'm half Warburton, half Garrett. <laughs> You're Patrick Garburton. <laughs> Patrick Warburton, it's a tr- genuine honor to have had you on Jordan. Really thank you very, myself. very thank much. You thank you. Our yeah, producer is Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. You can find us on the web at MaximumFun.org. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris, at Patty Warbucks, mm-hmm. where we're going to need to we're going to need to give. Uh, Patrick Warburton, the Jordan Jesse go bump. Yeah, if you're not already fo- following at Patty Warbucks, get in there, follow, shoot him some pet pics. Oh God, I, he'd love to see. Does your pet have soulful eyes? <laughs> sure. If yes, send them to at Patty Warbucks on Twitter. Uh, if you have any corrections for the show, we take quality seriously. Please do let us know about them. The way to do that is to tweet them at JD Power. At JD Power. That way, JD Power and Associates will know that there's a problem with the program. 
you can find us uh, on uh, Facebook as well, uh, on uh, Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. We love you all very much. Good night. Goodbye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.